guys, it's your host Pascal Festa and welcome to the Gig of Growing Up podcast. Today I'm joined by Charlie Oakley. I don't know why I felt the need to say your last name, but here we are. Um, <laughs> here we are. Introduce yourself. Well, hello, I'm Charlie Oakley. Um, I, oh, I don't really know how to introduce myself. I'm 18. Nice, um, age is a good start. Age is a good start. I'm a Pisces. Um, wow. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I'm first year out of school, loving it. How's that doing... been? How's that been for you? Uh, it has been the most freeing experience of my life, mm. which is so dramatic. And I'm sure I'll say that next year and then the year after that. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I have, I went getting deep quickly, but, um, <laughs> here we go. Like, here we go. Um, like found myself and who I actually am. Mm-hmm. Um, detached from like private school and completely yeah it's crazy it's such a wild thing to experience but it's so fun yeah I, I'm loving life out of school so do you feel like are you still connected with your old friends from your old school or yeah, yeah definitely but it's like I was actually talking to them about this the other day um about because I mean I feel like this is something everyone can relate to like your school friends like yes they're your people but they're also everyone else is discovering themselves at the same mm. time and everyone's so busy and I feel like we're seeing each other what like once a month or something Literally. sometimes because everyone's so busy, which doesn't mean that we don't like still we love like each, each other. other. Yeah. We're just like going in different directions. We'll always like come back, but it's just like mm. it's yeah, but like I think giving each other space to grow but still being able to like Yeah, like everyone's yeah. in the shit. Everyone's kind of figuring out what their life yeah. plan is. Um, I definitely felt that when I moved from Melbourne girls to mm. VCAS and that was like a completely, because yeah. I really, I acknowledged the fact that we, I was going on a completely different trajectory than other people yeah. and that definitely. naturally meant that you were going to split off and do something else, um, mm. which some people were prepared for, some people were not and I think you yeah. kind of see that when there's like drama mm. university age because you're like why how how are you starting how how are we having issues when we're out of mm. school like we are doing nothing uh, do you know what i mean i think about that all the time it's so funny like the high school drama that sometimes follows you into like the stuff you're doing now it just it feels so petty and not necessary I don't know yeah it's 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 weird just like yeah anyway explain to everyone what you're doing so what have you done over this first year and we'll quickly touch on how you've been going with COVID as well tie that into that oh yes of course of course um so I've been doing musical theatre full-time at Showfit Mm -hmm. um which has been a dream I never thought I'd be able to just do what I love like every single day for so long as well um and like with COVID obviously we've had to go online for a lot of the year which has been really challenging because obviously it's such a felt art form performing Mm. so to have that and I'm sure you would have experienced that as well um to be online during something that just requires you to be in the room and connecting with people and their actual like physical energy yeah it just sucks when that's like sucked away from you literally i think Um, 
definitely said on previous podcasts that um, you just you like this pressure to like stay on to your your like passion when you're in COVID because it's mm. like this should be the one thing that's like keeping you alive, but it's also the one thing that's sucking the life out of you. Oh my god, someone had to say it. Yeah, I actually saw a quote on Instagram the other day that was like, oh, I can't remember the exact wording, but it was like, creative people need time to sit alone and do nothing. Mm. I was like, yeah, yes, we do. I do need to sit in a room and do nothing. <laughs> yeah, mm. because we just go, go, go all the time. And yeah. especially when there's like not, um, when there aren't deadlines to be met in terms of like your work as everything shut down. Yeah. You almost feel responsible for creating them yourself. But I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to just like sit and sit, let go. do nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I was talking to my brother about this and I don't know what it is, but as soon as you get into uni or you leave high school, the pressures of having something due every single day like are gone. So then when yeah. you have one assignment that's due each month or something, which is like loads of fucking time to complete anything, <laughs> but you'll start it two days before. It's like, actually like, I don't know where the pressure has gone, but like I, <laughs> there's still pressure, but I don't know. I don't know why it feels like there's less in a weird way. I think it's cause we're choosing to do it. Like mm. <laughs> in a weird way. I mean, it depends what degree you're doing or like whatever you're doing with your life. I mean, I know we've both, like, very consciously chosen the paths that we're going down and we love them. Yes. Um, but I almost feel like that, oh, I guess it either adds more pressure or adds less because you're like, well, I love this, so, so like, like take pressure off. Yeah. I could just yeah. do what I'm doing now and that should be enough, you know. But it's not. Yeah. <laughs> um, not. Just to remind the listeners, um, mm. this podcast I asked Charlie to come on this podcast because you have an Instagram account that's doing very well, may I add, um, called, you can plug it in a second. I'll plug it. Yeah, Let's please do. Actually, fuck me. You explain it. What, what is it? <laughs> All right. Welcome everybody to my, um, hyping myself up <laughs> section of the podcast. No, um, I run an Instagram account called Gratitude Co. And it's like, slash attitude because it's like a little fun play on words um it's cute i'm here for it it's cute um but i started it in 2019 i think um i swear i know only started it like yesterday yeah it feels like that i i mean i've definitely been a lot more active with it this year and that's because of covid and just understanding mental health in my journey even more yeah but um i essentially started it just to i guess like honestly at the start um, it was just like spreading positivity and good vibes, mm-hmm. but I've learnt a lot since then. And I think the reason that it's actually doing like better, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like growing. Yeah. The reason it's growing is because I'm being so much more like transparent and authentic with just like feeling shit. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. I think at the start, I was like, no, like there's positive, there's positives in everything, which like, yeah, I still agree with, but like let yourself feel shit too. Yeah. Um, just showing people that they're not alone rather than presenting that kind of like facade that like everything's fine, everything happens for a reason. Keep going like, yeah, we can think that. But like there's a difference between toxic positivity and positivity. Mm, you know what I mean? I've never heard that before. That's like really that's cool. Yeah. It's well, I was actually in a webinar the other day, fun little webinar, with Chris Cheers, um, and the Arts Wellbeing Collective, Mm -hmm. um, 
who's just an incredible company. And Chris Cheers, um, he's got an Instagram account, Chris Cheers Psychology, I think. Um, and he posts amazing stuff. Um, particularly about like handling lockdown and lockdown fatigue and emerging yeah. out of, as an artist as well. Mm-hmm. And um, he was talking about the difference between like empathy and toxic positivity and toxic positivity more being like, oh, it's fine. Like you'll get through it. And being like an actual empath is saying that really sucks. Like take your time. Like, do you want anything? Like, can I help you? Yeah, like it's, it's not cool. just like brushing it under the carpet. That's what toxic positivity is. And mm-hmm. where, I mean, I was guilty of it when I, I think started that account, but yeah. I've really transformed that. Um, I think, and I think it's, I'm the better for it. Yeah, for sure. And what, what do you think, what made you want to start that mm. I Instagram think, account? Yeah. I don't know. I've always been someone who's super interested in like mental well-being, and I was I think like even as a kid in school I was always questioning to myself why we weren't being taught about it more. Um, really? That's so weird. I know. It's, like it's not weird. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like putting you down like why do you care about your mental health as a young kid? Yeah. But I I know I don't know what it was exactly. I think I just I was super fascinated. I read a lot as a kid. I don't know. I, I was just, like, interested in people's minds and, like, yeah. You were a brainiac. Yeah, little little Matilda mm. I was. Um, I don't know. But, yeah, I think it kind of got to a point I was starting to, like, discover, like, I was really, like, reaping the rewards of, like, starting, like, a kind of gratitude practice. Like, I was – just being more mindful, yeah. I found. And I was like, this is amazing. I mm. want to share this with everyone. Yeah. Like, everyone needs to get on this. Like- I think that's actually <laughs> so interesting because at VCA, I think mm. especially as performers or artists for that matter, we there's this really, like, beautiful aspect of the, the fact that we have the chance to really exper- experience emotions and feelings and oh, yeah. we're also given the chance to explore mindfulness. So, like, I don't think I would have ever known about mindfulness if it hadn't been for my acting pra- practice. And that's why, yeah. like you said, like, naturally you form a mindfulness practice in the morning or whether whatever mm. that is, you know, that maybe that's mm-hmm. not looking at your phone for, for the start or that's meditating for five minutes or something like yeah. that. I remember at VCA we did an activity where um, we went to the Botanical Gardens and yeah. our movement teacher said – Everyone, pick a spot, walk for about a kilometre or so or whatever, walk till you find a spot that you really like. So we literally went anywhere in the botanical gardens that we could go. This is so drama school. Seriously, it was so funny. Like, and he saw I had my phone, but I didn't go on it, just to preface this. I was actually a good girl. Um, But I, he said, "Go, go wherever you want. And then when you have a spot that you like, sit there or stand just don't try and get in your feelings. Don't try and, like, it's not a moment to, like, wallow in something. It's a moment to observe. And he said, you're going to need to sit there for 20 minutes. You don't have a clock on you or a time. So if you come back before and no one's there, then you wait for a bit. Or if you've got a little bit over and no one's there, then you just walk back. And, like, it was this weird thing. Like, you wouldn't know whether you've gone over 20 minutes or below 20 minutes and you just have to like, yeah, it was really weird, but it went very quickly. That's, a, you know, that actually makes me think of, 
Honestly, I've been a bit lazy with my like meditation practice. Yeah, same. Don't worry. Like, I, I don't we all. Yeah. Um, but there was a a, a phase where um I was really inspired by this book called Stress Less, Accomplish More by Emily Fletcher, and she was like, she founded this massive company called Ziva Meditation, um, which has grown so much. But she was like a Broadway star, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. Mm. Um, and she was like this practice like saved her. She was like a swing in a chorus line or something and yeah. had so many tracks to cover. And she was like, I literally am so yeah. anxious, panicked all the time. Um, but the practice, like the Ziva technique that she kind of suggests is um, this 15 minute meditation and you do it yourself. You don't use a timer, like what you were saying. Mm. Um, and you've got to like train your body clock to like, know when that 15 minutes is over it took me like a month but then one day I opened my eyes and it was exactly 15 minutes and it was the most satisfying thing of my life I was like whoa (laughs) I am gonna start floating now yeah oh my god levitating that's what you can do doula peep yeah doula peep exactly (laughs) um why so we talked about like why you started the podcast Mm. uh, not the podcast your (laughs) account sorry plugging myself yeah um (laughs) why you started the Instagram account because of your upbringing and stuff. Um, did you ever struggle with mental health? Have you ever? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I honestly feel like it was very lucky. And this is like my belief with mental health in general, that Mm. like, um, the way we approach it should be in a, like a preventative manner than rather like sticking like a bandaid on something and being like, we're fixing your mental health. Like we should be practicing it every day so that, when those bumps in the road come, we're like prepared. And that's like what I felt lucky with in the sense that um, I'd already kind of started cultivating those practices. Um, and then when shit did hit the fan, I was like, able okay, to like train yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of navigate it. By no means was it easy. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I've definitely had, and honestly, like the last three months, if I'm, being completely honest, have been, like, really hard, really challenging. Um, And that's just, I mean... What has, like, broadly, you don't have to go into specifics, but mm. what's what's that been for you, like, little triggers? Like, honestly, the world Mm. at the moment. Yeah. um, Literally, uh, just... (laughs) I'm... I feel like there are a lot of people out there who like watch the news and they just like can't like it like yes, it, it, that's a good it, it shakes me it <laughs> yeah. it rocks me mm. um but yeah no it's I don't know it's I realized and this is like from cultivating those practices like mm. I'm very much I'm into listening to myself and like asking myself what I need. Yeah. And I realized that the more I actually talked about like these like certain struggles that were kind of um inflicting yeah. like having a bit of a toll on my mental health, I was like, I'm actually exhausted. I don't actually want to talk about it like Fair enough. Anymore. Which Do you know is, what I mean? Yeah. So agreed so much. I I mean yeah. I know we always like reference like COVID and stuff, it's like, how can you fucking know? It's literally been in our lives for, like, almost three years. Like, and it's affected the way that we've started socialising and blah, blah, blah. Oh, um, but I got to a point, I was, like, sitting at dinner with my um, family and all we were talking about for maybe, this is, like, six months, like, every night, it was, I was, like, joking about it. Like, I made a joke yeah. of it and I was saying, can we just fucking stop talking about it? Yeah. Can we not? Because I'm 
I, I, I actually want something else to do. Like, I want, can we talk about the weather as dull as that yeah. is? Because I want to know Absolutely. whether it was raining today or not. I want to know yeah. if there was fog in the morning. Mm-hmm. And it's like treading that fine line between like you like we're not out here trying to deny that the world shit, but sometimes we just need a little bit of bliss, a little bit of like we just need to escape for a hot second. Yeah, and that's honestly where like I think those mindful practices have come in hand the most during COVID is like like we don't want to escape reality all the time, but no. when when shit like this is happening. How you need something like yeah you can't humans aren't supposed to sit in this sort of like fight or flight but like 24 7 it's not normal no. like it's yeah it's odd. yeah it's odd and i think especially when we're filming this right now um mm. we are coming out of all these rules and we're all of a sudden yeah. given freedom and i thought that i was fine I thought I was like, I'm fine. I'm going to start this new period. But I'm, I don't think I am. Like, I literally had an anxiety dream last night because um, I was worried about work and, like, starting work again yeah. and managing work with, you know, creative outlets, managing work with um, business and whatever. And, like, it was genuinely a dream of what are everything I can't fit in like going to the gym because you know there's this weird need for me to go to the gym it's like why do I need to go to the gym that's a whole nother conversation um that's a whole nother nother fish what is it saying fish a whole nother can of fish is that worms worms we'll go with that that's a whole nother can of worms yeah um (laughs) but I yeah it was something to do with that and I just remembered being like oh just, I don't want to, I don't want to go to work. I don't know if I'm okay to talk to people yet. Strangers. Like, I've been yeah. talking to close friends only. Yeah. And honestly, as we should, I went on a, that's the thing. We, we've been dreaming about, like, freedom for so long. And then we get it and we go, oh, shit. You're <laughs> like, like, I'm not ready. No. And I went on a picnic with, like, who I'd say, like, my closest friends um, from uni. Mm. Um. And I was so excited, but I got there and I felt like when I left, I was like, I feel so bad about myself. And it wasn't because of anyone there. It was mm. because I felt like I was so like overstimulated and almost like wasn't present. Like, yeah. and oh my God, this is the other thing. Asking people how they are after you haven't seen them for so long and know that no one's actually okay. And for everyone to be like, yeah, good. It's like, it almost feels like a redundant question yeah. sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. I feel like I voted that weirdly. No, 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 no. I, get, I know but, what you mean because you're like, maybe we need to open up. Like, maybe we need to actually just all lay it out on the table but then maybe we don't because like uh, like you said do you want to talk about it anymore like are you yeah. are we all bored of talking about it like i, I guess mm. we'll never know truly what people um yeah. are feeling to an extent but i was talking when i got my so i got my hair done the other day mm. and the hairdresser was talking to me and she was like um i got my nails done i'm getting this done i'm like oh so nice like love that yeah. for you And then she was like, I've really made it a conscious effort to, when I'm getting these, like, 
things done for myself, for my well-being, to make myself feel more alive and more comfortable yeah. in who I am. I don't want to book anything else on that day. Because she was like, I don't want to book anything else on that day because I don't want to feel stressed that I have to go somewhere else. I want to enjoy the moment. And I was like, oh, my God. For some reason, that really resonated with me. Yeah. Because I was like, I have all, every time I've got my nails done, I've always been stressed because it would have been before my work shift. I was like, why yeah. do I do that to myself? Like, why have I never enjoyed getting my nails done knowing that I'm ne- not going somewhere else? And, yeah, wow. And I think that's just like a small example, but it shows we need to do that with ourselves. Doing one, you don't need to organize 10,000 things in one day to feel yeah. like life's getting back to normal. Just start slow with mm-hmm. one thing and then get into it, you know? Definitely. And yeah, and detaching, like, it's funny, like, you realize how many of those things you do to, like, meet other people's expectations or, like, expectations of, like, Oh, I have to get my nails done because I'm going out. Not like oh, I just kind of want to get my nails done. Yeah. Like, yes. it's like we're yes. so attached. And I think especially coming out of lockdown to like other people's like ideas of like, all right, like we're going to like fucking send it like every night. Like, we're gonna, like well, I was like, okay, I need to like, I need to take a, like, a quick breather. Like, <laughs> I, I'm listening to the bathroom and cry a little bit. And I'll yeah. Be back. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be right back. Um, <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I no. think um, I look at some of the, how much people have gone out and like definitely have experienced FOMO and I'm not going to be like that bitch being like, uh, I'm fine being mm. at home and not having plans, but it does kill me. But I'm also like, yeah. after not having drunk that much in so long, I don't miss yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And I like, I like waking up on a Saturday or Sunday, like ready to go I'm like yeah I actually quite enjoy feeling like awake <laughs> yeah I, I quite enjoy feeling you know wanting to eat food the next morning and um yeah not with a headache and not feeling like I'm like yeah. weirdly shivering literally you know yeah. I actually talked about this on my gratitude Instagram the other day mm. about um because like I I did give into the peer pressure and sent it on the Friday night that we came out of lockdown of course yes um but, like, when I woke up slightly hungover, I thought – I was, like, taking such good care of myself. I was, like, you know what, like, let's, like, cancel plans for the rest of the day. Like, I'm just going to, like, chill out, watch some Netflix, whatever. And I was thinking, why do we – like, we have mental hangovers all the time, yeah. right? Because we're, like, we've, like, so to speak, drunk too much of, like, our workload. Like, seeing that yeah. one friend isn't good for us. Like, all of that stuff. Mm. Um. But, like, we won't, like, take that time and carve out that space for us to kind of... Feel. Like, yeah, feel and, like, just, like, wallow in it a bit. But when we're hungover, when we feel that physically, we're like, all right, day's cancelled, like, off yeah. we go. Like, it was like, why are we not treating ourselves the same way? Because there's so much expectation on us. Like, there's... Mm. Uh, on us by people and also just, like, the system that this world is built upon. Um mm-hmm. I was going to say something. Um, I read a book that was like, it was, it was called like the French art of not giving a fuck. And he basically, oh, yeah. every, every um, chapter um, was like, fuck, like, fuck doing this, fuck doing this, fuck doing this. And yeah. I was like, I am in love with you. And basically he just said, like, we are dealing, when we're in this age, we're so um, vulnerable 
mm-hmm. e.g. like our early 20s, we're still yeah. developing, like we're still, yeah. we're, our brains are still physically developing. So we're mm-hmm. experiencing things like the humongous workload and it's like having to deal with all these things. Like it's like slight trauma because we're like still like. Absolutely. And he was like, just remember that this is like, this is a big deal and you can treat it as 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 it it was a big deal do you know what i mean definitely you know like speaking of that book that stress less accomplish more um she was talking about how like again these traumas like even if we think like oh it's just really stressed but it's fine like i've got like i'm not working the next day like it's fine yeah though they still she talks about them as like tabs on your computer yeah but if you don't like consciously click them off if you just go all right new tab yeah you're like you know like when your computer's like start sounding like it's about to take off because it's so hot yes literally <laughs> like it's like that's like how it airplane. is um, that's how your body's feeling because we store all of our stress in our body mm. we don't store it in our minds yeah um so it's like so fascinating to me we have, like, millions of, like, little traumas. That, like, but if we don't do the work to, like, Satisfy. give us time and, like, mm. you know, like, reckon with some of that stuff, like, it actually – and it sometimes, sucks. like, grieve it as well. Like, yeah, for sure. It actually doesn't go away. Mm. You mentioned something before that – this is, like, a little bit of a tan- off-tangent. Like, we're going to talk about mm-hmm. something different. But you said, um, like, that toxic friend that – you always yeah. like hang out with and you know how there's like always like I don't know I guess there's always going to be that one toxic person we all often associate like toxic people with maybe like your ex-partner or whatever yeah. but there are like there is a thing of toxic friendships absolutely let's talk about it yeah I like when I heard you say that I was like oh my god I completely <laughs> forgot that was like a part of life yeah yeah especially just like going to an all-girls school I just think you know mm. there's there's bound to be memories and um histories with people where you're like why why am I trying so hard when I'm not getting anything back yeah absolutely and it's almost like oh what's that quote that's like um oh something about like the, you've got to manage your expectations of people rather than like expecting them to live up to like I forget what it is. It'll come back. But it'll come back. But, um, yeah, no, it's super tricky. I think, I mean, I felt very lucky this year in terms of uni. Like, I feel Mm. like I've found, like, for now, like, my tribe of It definitely looks like you found your tribe. Yeah, they're the fucking, like, the best humans ever. Like, I just adore them. Um, And we're so on the same wavelength. But they're definitely, like, it feels weird to use the word toxic with friends mm. for some reason yeah it does but you can say toxic boyfriend girlfriend partner whatever yeah. but for friends it's like oh that feels that feels mean but it's yeah. like hold on no you've actually not made me feel good in certain times and we're yeah. not really starting off where we left off and that's okay i think that's what i really needed to normalize for myself um yeah with old friendships like I think I put this pressure on myself that was like come on it can go back to where it was we used to be this close when we were younger and then you know now it's like they're a distant memory a fond memory sometimes but I don't need to 
try to something that we both no, didn't okay. put the effort in for. Yeah. I, mm, I was talking to my mom about that the other day, actually, because I was like, isn't it weird that, like, and especially, like, coming out of school and stuff where you're like, no, I've got to see my school friends. Like, I, I like, I have to. They're my people. Like, I've grown up with them. Which is, like, yes, correct, see them. Mm. But it's also, like, it's funny how, and mum was saying, like, I'm sure she won't mind. Um, hey, mum. <laughs> um, shout out to my mum. But she was, like, she spent so many years of her life feeling awful for letting friendships go Mm. and she was like we let partners go all the time all the time yeah why do we not do that with friendships it's like we've got some kind of like hold yeah it was like oh it's loyalty but it's like you've got loyalty to your partner as well but if it's not working it's not working like also well like what happens to loyalty to yourself this yeah this like i yeah yeah, I've definitely had a couple friendships in the past um, mm. where it ha- it's you just hold on to something and you know you're hurting, but it's like, and you feel shit every time. And then you, like you said yep. at the start, you said not not to do specifically with toxic friendships, but you come mm. out of seeing something and being hanging out with someone and you're like, that was yeah. actually nothing. That was yeah. like, I don't feel like relieved or I don't no. feel like satisfied I honestly just feel like mm. in the harshest way possible that was like wasted time and yeah and I'm just it saying is. that because it's like that person just might not be the friend for you at the time but and that is no reflection like in most cases of like the person or like individual they are it just means, like, your energies are just, like, not vibing. Like, yeah. And I and think that has to be such a deep thing. It's yeah. just, like, it's not working. Yeah. Let it go. <laughs> Let go. I'm changed, bitch. Yeah. Oh, and I, change is not a bad thing. I was just going to say, I think there's also this weird thing with change in terms of friendships. Like, yeah. when they're, like, you've changed. It's, like, no, <laughs> no, I, I go to university now. I yeah. am, like, I don't see you. Of course I've changed. Yeah. I'm completely surrounded by different people, you know? It's very, yeah. like, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. We can now go on to the polls. <gasps> yes! Every, oh this is so funny. That. The polls have become, like, a thing. My I, best I friend in Canberra was like, you need to do polls. And I stole the idea off her, but... Um, oh, yeah. You know what? It's fine. And it works. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's okay. a good, good idea. Good idea. Okay, so <laughs> the first one says, have you ever questioned your sexuality? 50% said yes and 50% said no. Whoa! I think that's so interesting. That's crazy. Yeah, oh it is. God. It's like... Okay. My personal opinion is that you are human if you question your sexuality, yep. that is a part of growing up. That is part of, like, like, who you are and how you build your identity and, like, how you... Mm-hmm. Um, the gig of growing up. It is the gig of growing up. It, that is the bus. That's actually... I've actually been waiting for this particular question. Yeah, so that's, that's... This is the entire podcast. <laughs> um, but I think it's totally fine if you haven't. But for the people that have said yes, which is 
50-50, which is such a random statistic. That's so random. I think that's really random. I feel like we need, like, a, a larger sample size. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. This is population. <laughs> the control study is, like, me talking science. I have no fucking clue what I'm talking about. But what the... <laughs> yeah. No, no, you sounded you I, sounded confident. You're like bigger sample confident. size. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I've been in that yes position before, as I, and everyone knows that. That's just part of life. Mm. Um, yeah, same. it's same. Yeah, it is. I was, yeah. Sorry, you go on. Oh, I was just gonna say I was even. Um, talking to my best friend the other day about like pronouns mm. um because I was like I don't know I don't know if I'm getting too philosophical with it but Just say um, it, I was like like so I currently identify like myself as like she her mm-hmm. um but I was thinking about like they in terms of like I'm just, like how you were saying, like, everyone's human in terms of sexuality. I feel like all of this stuff is just fluid, Mm, right? Yeah. And to me, in my head, like, I kind of see everyone as they in a weird way. And Mm. then, like, we've just kind of, like, determined, like, oh, yeah, that's she, that's him. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's all built on some guy. Some dude. It's all built on some white guy. Some some dude who just realised, he was like, you know what, I'm just going to make things a little bit easier. Yeah, we'll just do two for now, is that okay? Yeah, we'll just... <laughs> he, was, he was like... We'll just split it down the middle, all right? Literally, like, they probably didn't, like, probably names weren't even invented then. So he was like, she, her. She, her. Yeah, but that's that's an interesting percentage. I also think that I have to be like, there would be other factors in this percentaging that people wouldn't want to vote because I can see who is that's doing it, which obviously, I... um, you know... I'm not judging anyone. And no. honestly, just to preface, guys, I probably look at this once and <laughs> never come back to it again. And then it's like deleted from my story. Um, so, yes, 50 50. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. The next one is Did you go to a private school? 85% said yes and 15% said no. Look at the demographic out here. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Not private school people. Us both being grammar school people, Literally. yeah. Um, yeah. Well, do you <laughs> have anything to touch on that? <laughs> um. Well, we Other than we all said many. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh I think. I think. No hate, but I wish. I wish there wasn't such a difference because I think mm-hmm. there'd just be a lot more opportunities available for people. Um, and I, yeah, I feel sad for the. Not sad, but uh, yeah, maybe uh, like for people like re- like public school or private school who feel like they actually still have to conform to those kind of stereotypes post school. Yes. Like it, may, like I'm like uh, like I know people say the private school bubble, but like uh, yeah, it. I mean, it is. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm, I'm not like, going to. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, pop it. It is. That's my message for the people. Pop the primary school bubble and find yourself. Yeah. But I think that, like, grows as well um, after uni and those connections yeah. become greater and stuff. But as someone who went from to two, well, I mm. guess VCAS was, like, interesting the way it was built. Anyway, that was just yeah. another story. <laughs> A whole other can of worms. Worms! <laughs> um, 
I wish there were more opportunities for people because it's just really, it's upsetting seeing having all the, I've talked about this with so many of my friends, it's upsetting seeing how much support you get from one place and then getting nothing. And that's why, you know, like there's such a difference in ATARs and stuff, but absolutely that's that's the world that we live in i know which you know it's whatever at this point <laughs> you go to uni and then everything changes yeah it really does which is nice really that's refreshing it's super refreshing it's daunting and scary and exciting and all the things but it's refreshing um the next one is do you love hard so do, if you fall in love like do you fall in love easily it's really what they're asking Eighty-four percent said yes, and sixteen percent said no. Mm, I'm definitely in the yes category. <laughs> yes, you did say yeah. <laughs> I did Outing say you. Outing <laughs> um, me. It's ah, uh, I'm human. I'm yeah. like <laughs> I just don't judge me. <laughs> don't judge me. I'm human. But it's like I feel like that's the point, isn't it? To love and love hard and tell people you love them and yeah. It's, I'm for sure a yes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And, like, even when it's single life, like, you fantasise. You're like... Oh, yeah. You're like, we're going to get married one day. Yeah. Even if you're not and you're in that that couple. <laughs> literally. Scenarios in my head before I go to sleep are, like, all, like, like I'm, I'm so excited. Like, every time I go to bed, I'm like, oh, what scenario are we, like, thinking of tonight? What dream am I going to live in tonight? What dream? <laughs> that's a nice, that's a nice, like, thought, though. I never could control my dreams. Could you ever do that? Sometimes. But, no, I, it's, it's more fun when you can't, I think. I'm just like, oh, this is a fun movie. I have so, <laughs> this is a fun movie. I've had so many nightmares recently. I'm not. Me too. <laughs> it's weird. It's fucked. It's oh weird. Oh my god, I had the. I am a bit of a crystal girl, and I put um a July under my pillow, which is like for like releasing phobias and stuff. Mm. Um, and I was like, oh, like it's fine like whatever I'm just gonna sleep with that when I tell you I had a nightmare of every possible thing that scares me in my life Mm. I was like maybe I should (laughs) maybe we're gonna remove this crystal yeah we're gonna move that elsewhere because that was like not conducive to my health (laughs) (laughs) this is too much fair enough Mm. um what was I gonna say um have you ever had like dreams where they've been like consistent like, oh, like, like, if you're having a nightmare, is it a nightmare that have like, the same nightmare? Yeah, I had one, um, the other week, it was, like, the same man, just, like, uh, I'm not getting into detail. <laughs> <laughs> just, okay, let's be ambiguous, the same yeah, person. This person, yeah, um, I mean, I don't know him, but then I was like, don't we know everyone in our dreams? God, dreams are so interesting. Yeah. Yes, apparently. I think in another life, I'd want to be like a dreamologist or whatever. A dreamologist, a dream catcher. Just a dream catcher. What's it called again? <laughs> Reincarnate into one of them. You're just an oh my object. God, that'd be cool. People it's... should do like virtual reality of dreams. People's. That would be oh, insane. That would be cool. Maybe you can win the okay, Nobel Prize. Should we start like... that? Can <laughs> <laughs> we just start that? Uh, Let's come right it before it's too late. Right now. Well, it's on the gig growing up, so you heard it first. It's on the gig. <laughs> It's on the gig. Um, what was I going to say? I've definitely had, like, reoccurring nightmare dreams. 
one time, yeah. so this is when I was moving schools, mm. I had five dreams in a row of moving to <gasps> five separate different schools. It was the oh weirdest God. thing. And I wrote them down because I was like, okay, this is getting weird now. Like, it was like I'd gone to every school in Victoria, basically. Oh. I started, like, Genizano, went to Wesley. Like, I, I went everywhere. I went. I went you did the rounds. I, she went to orientation in her dreams and went, no, nah, I'm going to go to VCAS. Literally, I was like, <laughs> yeah, except the weird thing was the one place I didn't dream about was VCAS. Is that a sign? Oh, my God. Maybe. It was weird. And Maybe. any nightmare I have is a tsunami. Like, it's always to do with water. Me drowning, dying, tsunami, uh, I don't know. And then I was talking to my friend last night, and she was like, um, I think that's happened to you in a past life. Like, maybe you, like, drowned in a past life. And I was like, makes so much sense, because why am I so scared? Oh, my God. You know what? My, I mean, we'll move on from the dreams, but <laughs> my dad and I last year, so he lives, um, like, six hours away, like, yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Um... And, like, at that point, like, we weren't really communicating heaps, um, just because, like, I don't know. Life. Don't, yeah, life. Um, and I called him and I went, I had, like, the craziest dream. Like, we were in a car, like, driving, like, like near the peninsula, but, like, we, like, fell off a cliff. And then he, oh. he like, I know, terrible. He had the exact same dream. What? I was like, no, 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 no. And... He was like, and your seatbelt wasn't done up. And I went, what the fuck? Like, it was... That's crazy. I I looked it up, and they're like, oh, it normally happens if you're, like, with someone a lot of the time. Like, your energies, like, sync up. Like, I don't know. Like, Dad, it's like... <laughs> have you been hanging and around and not telling me? <laughs> I, <laughs> but I was like, I haven't seen this man for, like, four months. Yeah, weird. It was fucking crazy. What? Anyway, moving <laughs> Dreams. Um, Dreams. The next one is: Do you sex? Do, do you sex? Do you do sex? You, that should just that should be casual. That's the um, question. Sex. Do you think sex can be casual? Eighty-four percent said yes, and sixteen percent said no. Mm, I think so. Yeah, it de- it definitely can. It definitely can, but yeah. it's probably like it will always be like a little bit uncomfy but it definitely can be casual uncomfy is in like something weird's gonna happen like you put each other's jeans on whilst leaving and it's like you're wearing yeah 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 and suddenly you're in the car yeah i (laughs) (laughs) yeah and suddenly you're eating pancakes the next morning yeah um yeah no i think it can be yeah that one that one's simple i'm looking for people who think sex can't be casual and I think that's – I don't want to outkick Well, I because people are afraid of their feelings being, like, attached, right? And, like, no, But, like, my philosophy is everything is feeling. We're feeling all the time. There's no – like, I don't think I can, like – Yeah, you're not immune. We can all – sorry? You're, like, we're not immune to, like, not feeling No, like. not at all. And, like, you can say, like, oh, like, yeah, but I don't, like, like this person or, like – there's no feeling attached to it, but like everything is. Yeah. Every interaction you have with anyone that it's imbued with feeling, like inherently, like yeah. you can't escape it. So, I say casual sex for the win. <laughs> keep it up. And keep it up. Keep, <laughs> keep riding that horse. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> end of the day. Um, and okay. that's the podcast, guys. And um, that's, okay, so that's the end. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. <laughs> We've got one more. Um, don't get too excited. Um, okay. okay, are you happy with what you've accomplished so far in life? 84% said yes. 16% said no. Which is a good percentage. I'm happy that everyone's that's, happy. Yeah, that's great. I would have thought that would be more 50-50. Same. Same. Yeah. I that's would... great. <laughs> I'm really happy for everyone. Genuinely, <laughs> I am. But I Good had job. A... Good job. But realistically, what could we have accomplished like in lockdown? Well, yeah, I I think it's more like I'm not – I realise I'm not looking at accomplishments uh, – where are my words? Accomplishments as, like, actual, like – I'm seeing them as more mental things mm. as well yes. now. Like, it's not just, like, like being... oh, like, I graduated. Like, yes. I, they don't be, like, super tangible things for you to, like, feel accomplished, I don't think. Like, I got out of bed today. Period. Period, and you're the best version of yourself. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah, that's... that's actually so true. Yeah, just feeling accomplished mm. and being stable. Yeah. Especially this time. Yeah, or feeling stable even when the world is unstable. Yeah. Or just being okay with being unstable. Honestly, they're all they're accomplishments all, in life. They're all correct, and yeah. there's no wrong answer. Well, yeah. that brings us to the end of today's episode. It went really quickly. So quickly. I feel like I could talk forever. <laughs> Best friend. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was it. So we ho- I hope, we hope, we, yeah. we hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. And if you've got any comments or queries on what we discussed, um, DM me, whatever, messenger me, messenger, message me. And is there anything? Go follow Charlie's Instagram. Hell yeah, gr dot attitude a double t i t u d e dot co. Oh no, there's no dot, just co. <laughs> yeah, I know my brand. That's uh, good. We'll have another part that keeps it cute, keeps it fresh. Yeah, keeps it cute. Um, so yeah, come along. You're accepted in all your phases. So Beautiful. just join us. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited that you came on. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed and I'll see you guys next week.